Geeksters. Geeksters. Geeksters, 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 geeksters. Oh yeah, ladies and gents. It's that time. Dim the lights, light the candles, and change the batteries. Because it's another thrilling episode of Geeksters. And welcome to episode 22 of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. Tonight, we're going to start off with a big thank you. We uh, just hit over a thousand downloads last week and went to share it with everybody. So thank you from everybody from the bottom of our hearts. I'd like to thank each and every one of you. Thank you, 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 thank Yes, uh, that's right. You yes, just... I received a shirt. For those people who have been listening, notice we've been talking about King of the Nerds. And way back when, I talked about a uh, little conspiracy <laughs> called the with the 20-sided die. So one of our faithful listeners sent me a t-shirt that has LTC, which means left turn conspiracy. A nice 20-sided die. And it says magic die. <laughs> oh, yeah. So thank you, Mark. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, usually we start to top of the show with Sean's weekly purchase, but we're going to change it up a little bit, only because because basically no one cares what I'm buying. <laughs> but we will tell you what the new releases are for the day, and let you make your own decision. Right, and these are probably releases that a geek would enjoy. So uh, here's uh, three movies or DVDs to to choose from. Released today, it's Tuesday, the twenty sixth. So today's releases are. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Rise of the Turtle. So it's a Nickelodeon show that came out on DVD. Oh, okay. So if you, every, there's nerds that like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that came out and enjoy it. And and you know, buy that instead of waiting around for the uh, new news that came out on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie front that uh, <sighs> Megan Fox has going to be April O'Neil. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm kind of surprised, you know, by that because considering she compared Michael Bay to. Hitler and Mussolini, but there was, oh, that's okay, you know, fine, we'll, we'll hire you again for another TMNT movie. I mean, another movie from Michael Bay, but anyway. Also in the release front, Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 2 came out. <laughs> oh, sorry. I threw up a little bit in my mouth. Oh. oh, you know what? Go ahead. And also, Twilight Saga, Breaking Part Part 1 Extended Cut came out as well, so if you were missing something in, in part one, and you thought it should have been in there. It's probably in there now. So you get more of her shitting acting? It could be. It could be, could be less. I was like, oh, God. Couldn't it be great was just less? Just cut her out of it. You know what? I'm also kind of glad, too, is for those people. Who, we'll talk about the Oscars in a minute, but uh, we'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> and on the video game front, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 Plus came out. So... There's a video game for you guys to go and enjoy if you were the old Ninja Kind of fans. That's a. Uh, I heard the last one was good. I didn't play it, but I heard so the last one was good. There you go. Guess so good enough to get a sequel. That's right. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, yes. Um, <laughs> actually, what we should do is we should first do somewhat of a semi-apology. Well, it's an apology. Well, for my my end of the apology, Tech Guy Ed, we had a we last well Sunday night was the Oscars for those people who didn't know or were listening to this at a later date. And Ed and I wanted to try something different. We wanted to do a, a podcast as we're watching the Oscars to kind of comment on what's, what we see, what we you know hear. And we also played a little game of who was better at picking movies than, right. you know. Yeah, so, but uh, we had a little technical difficulty. The uh, okay. Some of the show is can be saved and will be put up on a later date. But as of right now, it's going to be put on hold until... Uh, some other technical equipment gets fixed as womp, well. Womp, womp. <laughs> so my apologies to my audience. Bad Ed. Bad Ed. Oh, oh, Bad Ed. Oh, oh. One more time. Thank you. <laughs> so, so there's that. Yes. <laughs> but we can talk about the Oscars like what we saw. 
Yes. Um, I guess we should do that. You know, that was kind of like most topical. Yes. Argo, for those people who don't know, took One. the big prize. Yeah, that's right. Big picture. Best which, picture. Which I was kind of glad at, especially considering Ben Affleck wasn't nominated for Best Director. And again, my big argument is that the Academy opened it up, the Best Picture nominations, to nine pitchers. I don't understand why they don't open it up to the nine directors, because if for, in order for a movie to be considered Best Picture nomination worthy, yes, it's through the vision of the director. Right. So why isn't, what makes them not pick a director, but yet the movie? Doesn't make sense to me either. I I think you're going to find that the Academy's going to get slammed hard for this, and they're probably going to change some things around next year. Let's hope so. I hope so. You know, especially, I mean, also to the fact that a lot of the movies that we've never seen, and even heard of they came out in the theater, and even if they did, I don't know if I would go see them. So that's, you know, that's kind of like right there. So that's a whole other argument in itself. So. Yeah, Ed and I have been debating this for days now where I, he, he wants to see movies like The Avengers be nominated for Best Picture. And I'm more along the lines of just because we made a lot of money doesn't make sure, doesn't mean that it should be worthy of an Oscar. Well, I mean, for visual effects, yes. Best Picture, yeah, I think, I mean, you just feel like it should just be nominated anyway, whether right. or not. When whether it wins or not. I mean, it just doesn't have to win, but. Just be nice to have it nominated. And again, my argument is that's why they have the MTV MTV Movie Awards for those popcorn movies to get awards. Right, but they're trying to make it more hipper by having Seth MacFarlane. Seth Seth MacFarlane? Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking thinking the other Seth MacFarlane. But uh, but so. but like it's funny. Like I haven't really heard much news, but critics didn't really like the job that he did. Mm-hmm. But the numbers were up as far as viewers were from right. last year. So, but he did say Seth did say that he wouldn't host again. But I think maybe by this time next year they might reconsider. You know, right. who knows? And he did. I think I think he did a good job. I th- I thought he brought a young, young, fresh impressions on it. So I mean, it made it a little bit better to watch, more tolerable to watch. I guess. I also have to find it funny too, since we're going to critique the show. Is that there's one moment where he does a song called "We Saw Your Boobs." Yes. It was like a song and dance number. And during, the, it's basically a song parody of all the actresses that you've seen their boobs in movies. <laughs> and what was what was funny was that he panned to the reaction of said actress in the audience. Okay. And the look of like, ugh, on their faces is priceless because it's funny. But it, it shocks me for how many people actually believe that that was actually a real reaction live at the Oscars and not taped because if you just paid attention, you would know that the girls were wearing different dresses. Yes. So it was like, and I just want to get this out of the way since Breaking Dawn and Oscar News. Mystique won an award. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence won for Silver Linings Playbook, which I think is great considering she's in the Hunger Games and she can outact Kristen Stewart any day. Booyah! <laughs> so I was kind of happy for that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on to uh, our, our normal topic of uh, Catfish Corner. Catfish Corner, Catfish Corner, yeehaw! <laughs> and tonight was the reunion show, and they had six couples come on of all the, I guess, 13 or I don't yeah. know how many were they? Yeah, yeah, about 13. 13. So they got uh, six in for the uh, thing to kind of get more insight into what happened. Yeah, follow up, like, hey, like now that the show's aired, did you get any shit for, for being on the show? Right. <laughs> now they had a host, and her name was Shushan Pak. Oh, God, did she suck. I'm sorry. I mean, I understand you're supposed to be a host, but the, she tried to be hip and cool, but she just, just didn't work. I don't know if she was trying to be going for the geek chic because she had the glasses on and, and trying to be fashionable. She looks like she was like a nerd in a way. Right. And for a host, you don't use the phrase, you guyses. That kind of annoyed me. I was like, what? You guyses. Like, uh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> So who was first up on the, the show? The first couple was Sonny and Chelsea. And they were the first episode of the season. Yes. So they were interesting. Of course, uh, Chelsea was playing R.J. Uh, Jameson as the uh, model. She basically was playing the dude. Right. And this and the other girl, Sonny, was dating, dating him online for like two years. Yes. Yeah. Who's when they came out? You know, Sonny looked, looked like she had some, I gotta be honest, some work done. Right. Like she just looked, ugh. <laughs> and Chelsea looked like Chelsea. I mean, what was nice though, Chelsea did come out of the closet on the show yes. saying she was a lesbian. Sonny came off looking like a, a bitch, which, I, you know, it didn't surprise me. Right. You know, um, yeah, that was the first couple. I mean, there was, wasn't really much. So those people who are listening, paying attention to the show, you all know about the show, but just give, we're just giving you some follow ups, like what's been going on. <laughs> Like Chelsea still had her her um, bullying group yes. that she talked to people about. They didn't talk much about Sunny, so I'm assuming she's not doing a thing, right? Right. Um, 
That's true. So who was up next? Uh, it was uh, Jasmine and Missy. Oh, this was the the psycho chick doing yes. it. You know, again, she came on, didn't look good. I mean, she just made herself look even more psychotic. Right. You know. Right. Uh, I just think that that. I just have this vision of these people when they're walking down the street, people going, you're a mean person. And her going, you don't know me. You don't know me. It actually reminded me a little bit of uh, that. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. Uh, it basically, it's me look like a Jerry Springer show waiting to happen. Exa- exactly. Because, because they both came out and they had to separate them. You know, I was waiting for that. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Someone to t- pull off their earrings and you don't know me. You don't know cool me. weave here yeah. and that kind of thing. <laughs> of course, now uh, then we'll move on to the third couple was uh, Trina and Lee. And Lee, of course, was portraying Scorpio, yeah. and another exotic dancer. And ja- uh, Trina was an exotic yeah, dancer. Yeah, this was the story of one stripper falling for another stripper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the classic love story. The classic love story. Oh, the age old Romeo and Juliet. Twas thou take off with thy clothes. Twas thou I take off my clothes. <laughs> but uh, I, I got to be honest, again, at first, I thought she was cute in yeah. the original episode. I still think she looked good. I, I'm not a big fan of the tattoo across the boobs thing. Yeah. That to me is just... Well, she had it covered up for the reunion for the, show. For the union you know, show, yeah. but they were showing clips of her episode. Just completely does nothing for me. In fact, it actually pulls away from me. With, like that, that stupid tattoo across the boobs. Right. But what, to me, what really got me was the fact that back when we did first did the show, yeah, I, I mentioned that she seemed superficial. Yes. And tonight she proved it. Yes. On definitely. this show, pretty she proved it because the guy Joe, little Lee, I'm sorry, Lee, yes, still, you know, basically he even he even compared himself to. Like the Clark Kent Lois Lane kind of relationship, where <laughs> how can Lois fall in love with Superman, but not know that Clark Kent's been kind of standing next to her the whole time? Right. It's still the same guy. Same, yep. And and she was more like, oh, well, we're just good friends, blah right. blah blah. And, and then we talk here and there, kind of thing. Yeah, and of course, you know, because she's gotten, she's a stripper, and she probably got more popular because of the show. She's got more booking. She even said she was getting her own reality show. Yeah. Which is like behind the closed doors of an exotic dancer. I'm like, that ain't going to go anywhere. I just don't, I can't see anybody, I can't see anybody doing that. But here's the kicker. Now, this is something I thought was really bizarre for MTV to do. Right. Was that they actually had the guy Scorpio on the phone. Yes. Why? Like, I don't understand why they had to do, like, they didn't do that with any, like. I think because during the show, they, when they originally aired the show of them, two of them, that she was kind of like still into him, Scorpio, and because they brought him in as towards the end, you know, from the wrap right. up and all that kind of thing, and then, and then of course during the reunion show, she was kind of blushing and a little yeah, bit she like, became like, like a, oh, which just goes to show being again superficial bitch, right? Because she only cared about the guy that she saw in the picture, even though it was Lee, his feelings and his emotions, right? You know, being a genuinely nice guy. She didn't want nothing to do with them. It was almost like a Cyrano Act kind of moment. Oh, look yeah. at you. Yeah. Oh, guess, you know, look at us being all artsy. Artsy <laughs> with Shakespeare and Cyrano de Bergerac. You're a big nose guy. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, it was kind of sad. I just felt like like you didn't have, because the next couple was Rose and Joe. Joe. Mm-hmm. Rose was the chick pretending to be the. Carrie Ann, which is a teen USA model, a Playboy, Playmate. Right. Like, they couldn't get her on the show. Right. You know, but yet they got some no-name stripper because he's got a six-pack picture. Right. You know, like, it just, uh, just it was like, way to go, MTV. <laughs> yeah, so, so they... <laughs> what do you think? They think they were going to raise the bar on this one? Yeah, that's true, because considering <laughs> most people from Buck Wild have gotten arrested this past month. <laughs> but yeah, they, they came out, uh, Rose looked, I mean, I said back then, too, I... She was a good consolation prize. Yeah. I, I would have, I would have, would have been like a catfisher. <laughs> <laughs> catfisher. <laughs> yeah, and uh, of course, though, I, I think though Rose still looked kind of a liar through it because you know she said she still talked to Carrie Ann and you know she was okay with it, and then Neve was like, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, you know, and then you know Joe was of course the same way, and then and, and then you also and then she also admitted to that when she was fourteen she got catfished. Yeah. Which I thought, like, again, like, if you got catfished, then why would you do it to somebody, somebody else? else? Yeah. You know, it just it's it just felt like you're either playing to the crowd to try to get sympathy votes because you probably, again, got slammed hard in a moment. If I saw Rose out in the street, I'd be like, oh, my God, you were on catfish. I can't believe you did that. But I'd still bang you. 
<laughs> like, I, you know what? You can lie. You can lie to me all you want, as long as let's go back to my hotel. Boom, chicka, boom, boom. You know, let me log in. <laughs> yeah. So she she didn't come off as great as she could have. No, no. I think she was still trying to play. Like to me, it seemed to be like a lot of the people got slammed for being douchebags and liars. Didn't get the better end of the deal. Like, and of course they were going to the audience too. And like, right. none of the audience had the balls or again I'm going to say it's more MTV because because at one point Rose and Jeff what was the guy's name? Joe. Joe. They're about to go at it as far as arguing and that stupid bitch of a host Sushin. Yeah, whatever. Bless you. <laughs> she jumps in and goes oh, well, let's stop that because it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Like, Hello, you. Well, number one, that's good television because it's a live moment, a real moment between two people who generally don't like each other. And he had every right to rip into her. Mm-hmm. Second, it's MTV. Do I have to remind you guys are also the guys who put on Jersey Shore <laughs> and Buck Wild and Team Mom Two? Team Mom Two. You're known for exploiting the youth of America. So let these two go at it. Yeah. Let it turn to Jerry Springer just for like five minutes. <laughs> you know, opposed to the, the, having. Uh, Scorpio on. <laughs> Look at me on my six pack abs. <laughs> it's just funnier to watch Sean do that because he's holding his gut. I'm holding my gut because I got six pack abs. Like, oh yeah. Listen to that xylophone. <laughs> Those are my six pack abs. <laughs> I think we should move on from there. Who was next, couples? <laughs> it was Jared and Melissa, and they were on a uh, screen behind. They didn't actually show up for the show, but they got them via Skype, the two of them. Right. And uh, we actually, at first, I couldn't remember them. You couldn't remember, I couldn't remember until either. they started talking, and then we realized who they were. Jared was the guy in the rock and roll band, and Melissa. Right, was... the Midwest guy, like the all American kind of yes. nice looking guy. And then he goes out, and it's, it's you know, her. her. Like, you know, she was supposed to be a hot blonde. And yeah, she was a... wasn't. wasn't right? <laughs> <laughs> just, she wasn't. You know which couple I was surprised they didn't have up on? The, what do you call it? The transgender girl. Yeah. That's what that the, was the more positive. Yeah, guess, that was guess, one of the, the good spins on the show. But I guess they were looking for all the negative ones. Or <laughs> there, the two of them just decided not to be on the reunion show. Yeah. Like they reached out to them and they went, no, our lives are our lives now. Be gone. Be gone, right? No. <laughs> we got what we wanted. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> so who's next? The last couple was uh, Matt and Kim. And Matt was from Seattle and Kim was in... Oh, uh, there was the, the, the kid who didn't want to, didn't want to really hurt to come over because he was fat. Right. He, he was, was way overweight. Yes. And, uh, of course, he never really admitted that to the whole he thing. Didn't, he didn't lie. Like, right. It wasn't a lying thing. It was more of a omission of truth. Like, hey, look, I don't want you to see me because I'm I'm embarrassed of who, how I look. Right. Which is a fact. I mean, I'm not, big pr- I'm not a proud on how I look, you know. But, again, I won't lie about it. Right. I mean, I, I don't consider it a lie if I don't talk about it. Right. You know? I mean, though, the thing was is that, like, the, the pictures before he got more of a weight with – he was considered overweight, you know, so right. it wasn't like a real shock. What was a shock, though, is she looked like she put on more weight. Yes. That was a shocker, too. Yes. Like, like I know that the camera ends 10 pounds, but there must have been like 10 cameras on her. <laughs> you know, sorry. <laughs> oh, 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 all right. And he did lose 200 pounds since the airing of the show. Yes. So he looked, he still looked like a big guy, but not as big. But big. to me, it, I when you're 400 pounds and you lose... A hundred pounds or two hundred pounds. Like I think on the show he said he was pushing like six hundred pounds or some point. Uh, he yeah. was way up there. Yeah, yeah so, he was way up there. So I think it was five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah. Still, when you go to from five hundred to three hundred, it's not much of a difference, right? Like, but there was a difference. I mean, yeah. his thin, his face was thinner, but he still looked. He still carried himself like a big guy, right? And I, you know, that, that's the problem. But they were still friends. He still talked kind of off and on. All right. Uh, he has a girlfriend. She has a, boyfriend. has a boyfriend, but they're not together. Like yes. you know, and you figured they would after ten years. I kind of thought they really would have. Yeah, talking for ten years and then uh, yeah, I, I, I guess it's because of the long distance. I mean, that's the toughest. That's part the, of the tough whole part. Thing, I guess. Yeah. Plus, yeah. also too, like I think that the expectations and reality start kind of weighing in, uh, and I think that that's where it's like, okay, well, I like this person. I've been talking for ten years, and even though I know who they are, uh, there's still you still need that. 
spark. That, that spark. Yeah. So that was uh, Catfish. You know, again, yeah. I think, it, of course, that they're right now, if you're listening now, go on uh, MTV.com, I think, because they're looking to cast season two. season two. So anybody out there who's got in, an online relationship with somebody they're not really sure about, contact them. Who knows? Yeah. You Let know. us know first, though, so we can yes. we can talk about it. it will, you know, we'll maybe do a phone interview with you. And then that way, we can get the skinny before the show airs. Yes. And then that way, everybody will know. And everybody will win. Yes. You know, if I, I'm telling you, though, I might get a phone call going, Hi, uh, Sean, this is Neve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Neve. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm, I am who I say I am. I'm not, I don't have, wait, hold on. That was my six-pack ab. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Sorry, Neve. I don't have the six pack abs. Well, you know, I one of the one of the people you talked to was me. I, I put up a fake profile. And... Damn you, Ed. <laughs> okay, well then, maybe we maybe we should contact it. Hi, Neve. I've been talking to this girl. She's beautiful. We've been talking on and on for a couple of years now. We got a real connection. You know, I have to meet her, but she says she lives in California. <laughs> <laughs> they find out she lives in Philadelphia. And it's Ed. We're like, oh my God! <laughs> I do a podcast with him! <laughs> it's like the Clark Kent scenario. I, I never... How could you lie to me, Ed? I don't understand. Very easily, apparently. <laughs> I'm a big dope. Show Sean a picture of some big boobs and a blonde. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even a blonde guy. I'm more like a brunette. Kind of guy, so I'll be I'll be giving you pictures of Linda Carter. <laughs> no, well, I don't know why she looks a little like Angelina Jolie, just a little. <laughs> I photoshopped. Actually, you photoshopped uh, Mila Kunis and uh, we call it Angelina Jolie kind of thing. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> and then we'll get on the show and we'll be like, yeah, we just did it for the show. <laughs> you big geeksters, what what? <laughs> Listen to our podcast. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now on to our, our next favorite show is uh, King of the Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> yeah. I think Ed gets more enjoyment out of the show than I do. Yes. To be honest. I mean, he. I enjoy the show. I think it's funny. I think it's fun. But my girl, Danielle, is really starting to get on my nerves. Really? Yeah. I, really? I, yeah. I just I think the pink hair is cute. If she would be quiet, I'd probably like her more. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's one of those Seen girls. and not her. One of those girls. You just want to go. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> but really. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> quiet. <laughs> I'd always take her to the library so she'd have to whisper. <laughs> Maybe there's a, what do you call it? A, uh, a Lord of the Rings extended cut version at the uh, movies. Let's go. <laughs> 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 she's starting to annoy me I, I can't I'm going to say arrogance but it's not really arrogance but she, she just seems to like a whiner and then well tonight's episode was kind of like this is where she started really annoyed to annoy me right this past episode it, the, the the challenge was to come up with a theme song of, right. for nerds everywhere so they can have as their ringtone which on a side note again ripping us off because we're trying to come up with a theme song yes so <laughs> again art imitating life because they're ripping us off it's twice <laughs> One more time, and I'm calling my lawyer. <laughs> they start talking about catfish next week. Yeah. We're calling lawyers. <laughs> yes. I just, uh. So this was, uh, they had to come up with a theme song. And they had Team bl- Blue Team. Flexor Yeah. And Team Orange. Servants of, Servants Servants of the Forsaken Orb. <laughs> I can remember that one, but I can't do the b- blue one. <laughs> Flexor Yeah, it's probably because I can't pronounce it. Right. Oh, I get the old tongue-tied and mush mouth. More than normal. <laughs> So uh, the blue team, yes. they, they had to, they, they started off and they had like the, the talk nerdy to me, I guess was the title of their song. Right. And it was weak. It was, I don't it think was, it was that bad. It was catchy, but it wasn't like, like the, the idea of the theme song was like a, a nerd anthem where nerds would want to download their song and have it as a ringtone. I honestly could say that their song had no desire to even go, oh, listen to this. I think it's funny. Boop. You know, and talk nerdy to, you know, yes. Yeah. I mean, if anything, they should have, they should have covered uh, Poison's Talk Dirty to Me. Talk Nerdy to Me. You know? But, oh well. Yeah. So, but then the 
servants of the forsaken war, Team Orange, they decided to go rap. Yes. And I thought it was catchier. Yeah. I thought it was fun. It did hit the thing and it it did feel like the end was kind of like a, yeah, what, what? We're nerds. (laughs) Suck it. So I was like, I would have downloaded that song as as a ringtone. If those were the criteria, mm-hmm. now I thought they did a good job, you know. But uh, but the judges were um, Hall notes. No, no. <laughs> Hall and Garfunkel. Gar- Garfunkel. <laughs> Actually, it was Garfunkel and Oates. Garfunkel and Oates. Yes, right. uh, the two girls. If you've seen them, probably they're an internet sensation. They do a lot of uh, parody songs, right? And a lot of comedy songs. So it's, they're... I've recognized the 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 petite brunette from TV shows, right? Didn't know who the blonde was, but I know the two of them together are this song parody group. Right. Then the other guy had no clue who this guy was. He's a well, I don't, I don't remember his name, unfortunately, but uh, he's a rapper that does a lot of nerd rap, so a lot of talking about video games and and cartoons and television and movies. Kind of like the nerdy version of Weird Al. Yes. Okay. Exactly. And but he does rap. Right. Okay. okay. So in the end, Orange Team won. Yes. They had to catch your tune. So their prize was going into the world's biggest trampoline. Right. And then the losers had to go duke it out one-on-one. Old school. It was dancing boogaloo. It was breaking three dancing boogaloo. <laughs> bringing it on home. Because they had a... It was an electric boogaloo. Electric boogaloo. <laughs> it was a dance-off using uh, Dance Central 3 from... Uh, and they had a course push. It was the Xbox version. Yes. And Ed had to figure out, like, because all the other versions, the controllers. Yes. With the connect, you can just stand there and dance. Like, why did they use the PlayStation version? <laughs> There's a Wii version, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is, but you have to hold something. They want you to be able to move and get down. Uh, uh. Look at me. <laughs> Play with my abs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm getting down, getting nerdy, getting back up again, going on DOS, looking at Facebook while I shake my booty. Oh, yeah. Going on DOS? Yeah. That's a geek. Old with, school. Old school old school geeks would get that. Yo, yo, C++, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so, um. Go ahead, I'll go COBOL on your ass. <laughs> oh, what up? Don't make me get all my space in your face. <laughs> So, basically, what wound up happening was that the challenges... Well, well, I want to actually go into the, the trampoline. The trampoline? And your girl, oh. Danielle, and her, and her fear, which I thought was the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. I I, I think she, she started to talk just to hear her own voice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> she has a fear that when she tries to sit on a trampoline, that she's going to poop herself. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Now, I know some of you guys are out there going, well, she just went up a little hot, hotter now. But to me, no, it's just like, sweetheart, shut up. Just bounce. Don't talk. Just jump. Let your pink hair fly. I would be great if she actually did, though. Look at me. I'm... Oh, check that off your bucket list. And on TV. Yeah. That's a twofer. What's stankin' here? Man, you stank. <laughs> she goes off crying off in her own little pink hair. Put your pink hair in front of her face. I don't believe it. It's just, but she, what, what made her start to annoy me this episode was the fact that she just kind of kept talking about how, it, well, not only did you have to create a, a song, mm-hmm. but you also had to do a dance routine for it, too. Yeah. And she was all, ah, oh, I can't dance kind of thing. And she was being all paranoid. Right. And it's like, she seems the kind of girl that takes the one negative thing out of something and focuses on that to a point where it's obsessive. Right. And you're just going, that's one thing out of, because she even said to herself that she couldn't do a body roll. Right. You know, like, yes. like how the strippers do yes. and, you know, the dancers, you know, it's, it's boobs out, sit <laughs> kind of thing. And even I haven't said, if we lose this, this thing because of a body roll, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> but she was so obsessed about it. And, and she even admitted to herself that it was like half a second out of the routine. Right. So it was like, let it go, sweetheart. Like and she, was, she was just focusing on the oh, rest of just, the night. Bitch, bitch, bitch. And getting all upset. And I'm like, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> Go just quiet. Stand there and look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh. 
<laughs> so the losers, Team Blue, they, you know, of course, it's the big vote off thing where, right. where Team Blue picked for the uh, nerd off. The, for the nerd off, Blue team picked Vic, uh, Virgil. Virgil. Why are you saying Victor? I don't know why you're saying know. Victor. <laughs> Virgil. And the orange team picked Gu- uh, Guinevere. Guinevere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. <sighs> Did you watch this show? Kinda. Again, I, you know, <laughs> at this point, I'm getting kind of annoyed. I'm just like, <laughs> mute. <laughs> so, but the problem, the big thing is, oh, my favorite part of the show was that um, Virgil. She, no, no, Genevieve. Genevieve was saying how you know that the loss really affects Virgil because he can't, and you could tell because he can't hold his emotions. Yes. But the moment they told her, told them that they were going to do this in Dance Central, you thought she was going to cry right then and there on the spot. I'm like, yeah, way to hold, way to rack in your emotions there, sweetheart. Because the reason why she was so upset is because Virgil can play this game, the Dance Central 3, and does better than her on a normal basis. Right. So now she's like, I don't want to be kicked off something stupid because I can't dance. It's like, sweetheart, how else do you expect to get kicked off the show because of your math skills? Like, <laughs> like what? Your it's, comic book reading ability? Yeah. Like, <laughs> last week you were okay with a quiz. Yeah, you know, but now because you know that Virgil's a little better than you in this game, that all of a sudden it's going to be like, <laughs> again, it was also kind of like last week where she cried that Kevin Smith was mean because he didn't pick her team to win. <laughs> but And she still reminds me of a Disney princess. Yeah. Just, ugh, just annoys the hell out of me. The only Disney princesses I like are Princess Jasmine and now Princess Leia. That's it. <laughs> So Virgil is dancing his ass off. Right. You know, practicing. And Celeste and her. Genevieve. Genevieve. Oh, I have like a mental block on her name tonight. Genevieve and Celeste go off and look online on like tips on how to handle the game. Because there's a lot going on in the game. And, right. And Celeste, being a professional gamer, kind of showed her how to break down the, the screen to what pay attention to. Right. And how to practice with it. Yeah. Yeah, which I thought was nice. So then the big, uh, big showdown comes down to it. And. Uh, Genevieve goes first, mm-hmm. and and I also to, on a side note, actually to go back a little bit was when Curtis Armstrong mentioned it was going to be Dance Central Three. Yeah. Virgil had this laugh like, <laughs> "I got it in the bag." Yeah. Like this bitch is going down. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> bitch, he's going down, yo. <laughs> so Genevieve goes up first, and she's shaking her little booty, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> Look at no rhythm whatsoever. No. And she could tell she's focused and she's moving and she, she goes over a million points, which to her was phenomenal because she never got, she never got that over a million. And then at the end when she does a little pose, she got like a flawless ending. Yeah. So it bumped up her price. And then Virgil was like, oh, looks like I better work. You know, I, it's going to be a game. And he took, takes off his shoes. He's dancing in his socks and he's getting down. But again, no rhythm whatsoever. Right. And Celeste kind of pissed me off with her little Virgil's dance style, style is like middle-aged white guy. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I know some middle-aged white guys could dance rings around these people. You know, it's like. Can yeah. you dance ring around the middle-aged no, white guy? No, no. No one likes to see a fat guy dance. So I kind of take myself off the dance floor. Okay. So I'll jokefully shake my booty out in the corner going, what, 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 what? 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 <laughs> doing the cabbage patch or something like that, or you know, doing the uh, 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 you know, <laughs> but I won't do it on the dance floor okay. unless it's like the time warp or something like that where everybody can get you know, do that. Yeah. But or na 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 the chicken dance. That musical interlude brought to you by Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So Virgil goes up. He starts shaking his little moneymaker. He's like, yeah, yeah, look at me. What, 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 what? And you can tell he was kind of in the zone because he had his tongue sticking out for a couple seconds. He's smiling Then he was smiling a couple times because he was getting in the zone. But he didn't get the flawless flawless ending. He jumped too early on it. Yes. And that basically cost him the match. Yes. And it was only 29,000 points, the difference. Yes. She got more than him. He got 1.1 million and she got 1.1 million, 39,000. 29,000. 29,000. Yeah. So it was like less than a 2% difference. Yeah, wow. It was like, wow. If, if he would have gotten the flawless ending, he probably would have beaten her by a little bit more because I guess you get more right. for that. So bye-bye, Virgil. 
Yep. So you gone. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an excellent dancer. I'm, a, I'm an excellent dancer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an excellent dancer. So, of course, after he left, the At, big surprise. The big surprise, which I can never understand because it's never a big surprise. There's five of them left. Yes. So what happens in every case like this? The teams are now disbanded, and it's every nerd for themselves. Right. But they all get all like that, what? What? We didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. Like, have you never watched a reality show ever? Yeah, it's only one winner, not a team. Yeah, and then at some point, it is every man for themselves. Right. So, like, why would you think it'd be any different? And then, and again, here's my future prediction, because it is just like any other reality show. The last episode, which is, you know, two weeks from now. Right. It's going to be, they're going to bring back all the other nerds, and they're going to vote to see who the king nerd should be. Uh, that's what I think. I think the final challenge. You don't think it's going to be a nerd off between the last two, and then I, I think, and then that one wins the king uh, throne of games. Well, there's five left, so I think next week they'll get rid of two, and then then they'll probably do like for the final, the finale, they'll probably have like the top three, mm-hmm. and then they'll do a challenge to get down to head to head. Then they'll pick, you know, like like I said, how they usually do is they usually bring back everybody. Then they pick teams for a final challenge. Okay. And then usually what happens is that if it's like Survivor, everybody gets a vote. Right. If it is clearly just brains over brawn, you know, like whoever gets a bigger brain wins, and that's great. But I still think you're going to see everybody back. Okay. That's, that's my prediction. All right. Well, we'll yeah. see in two weeks in the final episode. Of course, as as we've been just saying, there's only two episodes left, so... That's uh, that's that. But we did, Sean did inform me, though, that they are planning another season of King of the Nerds. Yes, they did announce that there was going to be a season two. So expect new nerds. Yes. Nerds. And we will cover it for you. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. So now it's time for a special edition of Nerd News with Ed. Nerd News. What you got for us this week, okay. Ed? Okay, well, you've already mentioned the fact that Megan Fox is going to be April O'Neil in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Which, uh, And, of course, people have been talking about it. And then they said they found eight actresses who would be much better as April and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Me being one of them. Right. <laughs> so, the, they, of course, the, the, the article did go on to say that, you know, yeah, she does. She brings some hotness to the film. And, I'm not going to deny it. She's a pretty girl. But the, the the one thing she's kind of lacking, or the two things that they think, is the, of course the tabloid trouble she's been having lately, and of course the fact the ability that she can't act. I think the the, the tabloid thing doesn't really matter. I yeah. think it's the ability that she can't act. <laughs> I, I, but you know, what? I'll be honest. I'd rather see her not acting on screen than Kristen Stewart not acting on screen, because <laughs> at least Megan Fox is way prettier than Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Even though, yes, I know people. Megan Fox isn't one hundred percent natural. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so the selection is who are the people first one is emma stone from the amazing spider-man i don't know mm-hmm. i mean she's pretty she's got the red hair she's got spunk but i, I never really saw april O'Neil as kind of like the spunky smart alecky she was always kind of like from the at least from the cartoon that i grew up she was always kind of like the, uh, almost a damsel in distress okay you know so eh, maybe eh, okay. The, sure. the next, the next one they select, I'm actually going to save that one for last because I think she'd be the perfect April O'Neil. So I'm going to leave that one for last. Okay. So the next one after that is Emma Watson from Harry Potter. I know who she is. I'm going. Well, what's, what's, what's with the Emmas? I'm trying. Oh, to, trying to fill in those people. people Hermione. Maybe, yes. Uh, all right. Sure. I, yeah. You know what? I can see her running around in a yellow jumpsuit. I mean, because that's the criteria. Yeah. You know, running around in a yellow jumpsuit with red hair and a camera. Yeah, pretty much it. <laughs> so yeah, I can I can see her doing that. Um, the next one is uh, Amy Adams from uh, Man of Steel. Well, she's, she's been other stuff. But well, she's been stuff a lot, but she gets a lot of those key kind of roles. Mm-hmm. All right, who else? Now this one I I don't know because she's a minor actor. She's Jordana Brewster. She's in the oh I Chuck know her and the uh, faculty. Yes, I know her. Okay, you know what? No, she can't because okay. she doesn't have to look. Because to me, April O'Neil is a redhead. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, not really, she doesn't have the skin complexion. She's a little on the tanner side. Okay. So I can't see her pulling off the almost Irish looking redhead. <laughs> now I'm going to butcher the last name on this one, but everybody knows who she is. Chloe Mortez from Kick-Ass? Oh, we call it a hit girl. Hit girl, yes. You know what? I think she's too, I'm going to say, I hate to say it, she's still just a little too young for the April O'Neil role. Okay. To me, April O'Neil, if she's going to, if they're going to go with the reporter aspect, mm-hmm. 
she should be kind of like in her early to mid 20s yeah and chloe's still kind of in that she's i think she's like 16 or 17 now right you know so and i'll, I'll, I'll retain any kind of judgment to have her until she's 18 <laughs> but she's still she still has that teenage look to her right which is the reason why she's gonna be in carrie and she's in kick-ass too mm-hmm. you know so i, I think uh and then she'll probably do her own spinoff because there is a hit girl comic. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, next is uh, Jennifer Lawrence from X-Men First Class and The Hunger Games. You know what? I'll be honest. At this point, she doesn't need it. Yeah. No, I mean, she's... Especially now that she got the Oscar. She's got the Oscar, so but... I don't think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is going to be something she's right. going to be on her radar. Well, she already has the, the survival, um, the Hunger Games. Franchise, yeah. The franchise. She's, she's got the X-Men First Class franchise. Right. She's going to... So does she really need to lower herself into a high action flick that's going to be nothing but fluff for her? I mean, it literally be just a paycheck for her, mm-hmm. you know. Which, if she wants to do, go right ahead. But you know, if if I was an actor or actress, knowing that I kind of grew up on TMNT, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable being in that movie, right? Especially if I'm going to be like, oh, I used to love them when I grew up. I used to watch them on TV and collect the comic books and. Now I'm going to be in a movie that has nothing to do with all that. <laughs> uh, next is Emogen Poots from Fright Night. <laughs> yeah. The the, 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 the the puzzled look and the, yeah. <laughs> Glazed look. And I saw Fright Night. I'm going, who the hell is, which one was she? Was she the girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Uh, whatever. And finally, the person I think is actually going to be, would be perfect for April. And Mila April. Kunis. Nope. Felicia Day. From Supernatural. Oh, you know what? You're right. She would be a perfect... That is a perfect casting. Uh-huh. I mean, Felicia Day, she's not... She's... One, she's got the red hair. Right. She's got the, the pale complexion, which, again, suits the April O'Neil Irish look. She's cute. She's adorable as all hell. Mm-hmm. But as far... You know, but I don't think she has enough of a pull to get people in. Right. But who knows? But it doesn't matter now because they have Megan Fox. Of course, next up, uh, we have a article that I thought was kind of interesting, a little odd, I thought, because it took me a while back, but it's so I'll tell you and then you can react. Okay. <laughs> Trekkies rejoice. What if Pluto's moons could be named Planet Vulcan? Get the hell out of here. No, no. So uh, apparently. Um, oh, hold on for a second. Okay, go ahead. But didn't Pluto just not become a planet? That's, that was the thing that kind of threw me off in the whole thing. And so apparently it has two moons. Right now they're called P15 and P16. But it's not a planet. No. So they now it's coming up to a vote of what they're going to name the planet. And uh, apparently uh, out of the list of names, Hercules, Ophius, Styx, Cypherus, Persephone, and Cerberus are among the list, as well as Vulcan. So far they've gotten 120,000 votes for Planet Vulcan. Of course, though, it's not guaranteed that's going to be Planet Vulcan if it's the highest uh, voted one. But they're going to present the highest rated ones to right. the society, and, and they're going to say if they're going to okay. Well, so. on a, on a, if I was in the board, I would say Hercules would not be a good name for a moon around a planet that doesn't exist anymore. Right. Uh, Vulcan, okay, sure, why not? But I mean, I'd still think that you have to re up Pluto's status as a planet, right? Before you can start naming moons around it. And of course, Romulus and Remus are also moons that are already been named, so they can't be in the running. So I just wanted to throw that out there. All right. A little extra tidbit for you. So, but I thought it was interesting because, like I said, planet is uh, Pluto is not a planet. So how does it have moons, and how does it, right? How does that all pertain? So. And you didn't look that up in your research. No. <laughs> all right. Well, that's good. <laughs> the article did not specify the reasoning why uh, and all that okay. kind of stuff. So. But uh, that's the, the what I just the general synopsis I gave you was the, the uh, okay. Well, article. I do have a news article that I read earlier today. Okay. I don't know if you actually saw. It was more like a picture. Did you see the picture of the new Amazing Spider-Man suit? Yes. With the new eye sockets. Yes. Looks like uh, he's going back to the original suit. Yes. Which makes me very happy. Yes. And the eyes look good. I think that a lot of people bitched about the costume that he went, maybe I should change it back. Some people are kind of comparing it to like the Todd McFarlane era of Spider-Man. With yeah, how, that's who I thought it with was. With how the big the eyes are. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's my little tip for the news. Okay. And, of course, I have to report a little bit of sad news. BBC has announced that uh, Ray Cusack, the designer of the uh, the dialect, passed away. He's 84 years old. Uh 
So the original, the original creator of the dialect uh, thing, and of course they went into of how he created the dialect. He figured he would they would be operators inside of a machine. Sure. So they had him sitting down. They drew a they took the picture of the person sitting down and they just drew around it and that's how the dialect was formed. And then the big plunger yes. for the nose kind of thing. Of course it, you of course you figure nineteen sixties technology and that's probably looked like a futuristic ray gun at the time. Sure. Big bucket of wind for that guy. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to give more spoiler news. Last week I spoiled the fact that apparently one of the uh, one of the members of the Batman community I, I have been reading that okay. so today it's confirmed today is uh, this Wednesday actually uh, uh, Damian um, Wayne will be gone and he's going to die I can't I was shocked when I heard this because yes. number one I was listening to Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman and had Grant Morrison on. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I think Grant's either running, is is writing the issues. Okay, yes. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of surprised when Kevin kind of jumped in and edited his own podcast by saying that there was a spoiler that he wanted to hold on to until after it was already in the, in the comic books. Yes. And then be able to play that clip uh, that, that Grant has said about it. I, I gotta be honest, I'm shocked. I am shocked because he was a real popular character. Like, really popular. People loved him. Yes. Which, but again, this is comic books, so like in six months he'll be back. Or, again, let's be honest, he is the daughter of, uh, the son of Batman and Talia al Ghul. Yes. And everybody knows Talia al Ghul is the daughter of Raz al Ghul. Yes. And it's always going to be Raz, not Raish. Raish. It's Raz al Ghul. So even though he dies, you can throw him into a Lazarus pit. And bring him back. And bring him back. Yes. You know, which in a way works in a broader storyline because Jason Todd, who's the the Red Hood at this point. Yes. He also died as a Robin and came back Uh, through a Lazarus pit. Yeah. Well, the two of them in the comic book kind of have a almost brotherly relationship. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like almost parallel, like to have Damien go through the same thing Jason went through. Right. To bring them kind of close together as a team. Yeah. Like as two guys, because I, it would work. But I don't think, they're, I, it's, again, comic books, so I don't think he's going to be gone, gone. I don't, I don't think it's going to be six months like you're predicting. I think it's going to be like two, three years before you see... Damien come back. Depends. Depends on how sales go. Well, I, yeah, it depends on sales. But I mean, I think there's a lot more story with Batman with his son gone, and you know, dealing with those emotions and trying to still fight crime. Eh, I, I don't know. It's a tough sale. It's a tough sale, but wow, I am kind of shocked. And finally, of course, last week, and we just found out after our episode, <laughs> so we had to. We brought it this week is the fact that PlayStation Four is announced. So it's coming out, kiddies. So now it's time to trade in all your games and your game this, systems. Get this, your credits uh, up. This annoys me to no end. Really? Right. Because I just recently threw... I had a 320 gig hard drive in my PS3. Mm-hmm. And then I spent all weekend upgrading it and throwing a terabyte in it to get more memory for games. Yes. And literally three days after I finished it, they announced the PS4 at the end of the year. I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Now in time for the holiday season. Yes. Now I don't. The only, the only uh, clips I've seen, I saw the new controller. Mm-hmm. You know, um, with the light bar. So they got a new peripheral to double camera. Right. To help with it, basically, it's a, the Kinect system. Right. Let's face it. But the controller, mm-hmm. and then I did see one game that's coming out that's already scheduled for the PS3 and PS4 called Watchdog. Okay. I, I might actually have to buy this. I want. I want to buy this game now because this game looks badass. It's. It's. You're kind of a hacker. Yeah. And you're in Chicago, and you can walk around. You have. You have the ability to hack into anything. Right. And it's like an open world. It's kind of like a game of like revenge, like something bad. Ha- He's a kind of a bad guy. That's the one where we saw the trailer where the the kid in the club and then he goes out and then there's this all these cars and he's fighting and he's breaking into cell phones and and like he gets everybody's da- data. Well, actually, it starts out in the club. He's breaking into people's cell phones. He's hacking into their cell phones. Uh, I guess I didn't see that clip. The clip okay. I saw was 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 the guy walking out along the street and walks over to a guy, gets his ATM machine code, goes over to ATM, breaks into the ATM to get the guy's money, and then it's almost a person of interest in a way, too, because he's walking up the street and he sees a girl, and then he scans her, Yeah. and then there's like a little thing that says a probability of a, of a crime 
to happen to her is like 58%. So he follows her into like a back alley where she does get mugged and you come out. Now this is open world, so it's not a mission. It's just something that happens in the game. Right. He walks up, breaks up the the mugging and then chases the, the cop, the guy, and yeah. shoots him dead. Because, you know, that's what you do in these games. Right. And then the cops are coming. He starts running through and he... It's in Chicago, and there's these cop cars coming, and he does something to his phone, which looks like it looks like an iPhone. Right. Does something, and the metal grates that kind of come up, the pylons that come up to stop traffic, shoot up as this car, as the cop car hits it, and it flies through the air. I'm just going, I, I want this game now. Right. Like I, mean, I did see it from the last E3. That's where I okay. saw the trailer, and I, it was it was a different trailer, but it was the same premise where they were doing uh, okay. percentages and they were showing. But it was a it was a he was trying to escape the club, and there was like all these cops. But he would he would, they would have a high probability if he went this way, what was his survival rate or escape rate would be uh, if he went this way? Uh, okay, yeah, I don't know if it's the exact same game. I have to look. I mean, it probably is with the probabilities and stuff like right. that. But it didn't really give you any kind of probability of which way was the best way because this guy was just running. And then he saw, like, he jumped on a couple roofs and there was a train coming. So he set the, was able to slow the train down to be able to jump onto it. Right. And as a train going, going by a camera, he does something to jam the signal from the camera. Right. To get away clean. But I was just like, I want this game now. <laughs> so what are the specs for the PS4? Like, I didn't really watch Well, that's the thing. Things. It wasn't really that impressive to me. I mean, in terms, I mean, it's better than the PS3. Obviously. So the memory is a DDR5, which is a gigabytes. It does give hard drive space. So you don't know how much space you're going to get, but I imagine it's going to be in the terabyte range at this point. Because I, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think the biggest hard drive they have right now is a 320 gig. I think they're pro- that's probably going to be their small one. It, it would be smart for them. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's going to be a two and a half inch drive because they're going to they're going to use the same technology they are ah. using now for the PS3. So the largest one you can buy is a terabyte. Right. I mean, but I mean, you're talking now end of holidays, so they're probably amping up. They're, I mean, maybe maybe next year they'll have a one terabyte drive. Like, maybe you know, it's going to be so commonality, you know, type of thing. I mean, one terabytes are not really becoming more and more common every day as people are purchasing them. I literally bought my terabyte drive for under a hundred bucks. Yeah. To put it in, so to give you kind of an idea of, but if they put a terabyte in, that's street value already hundred dollars added onto the box. Yeah, price. but you figure they're going to they're going to put together it's probably gonna be, it's, like ten thousand units, and if they're going to tear ten thousand terabyte drives. That may, cost is going to be significantly less, probably. But I still think it's going to be. They haven't given you any pricing on it yet, so no. I'm still going to say it's going to be in the four hundred dollar price range. Because they have, of course, they have the the Blu-ray drive, which is a six-speed. They got a DVD drive, DVD drive, which is an 8x AV. They have a super speed USB 3.0. They have, of course, the Ethernet 10 base T, 10 base uh, 100TX. Your standard and the one, 1000 base. That's T. your standard right. Ethernet card. The IEE 802.11. Okay, now you're way too technical. Which here. is a the wireless uh, connect to your router. Okay. So you can connect to pretty much any router that's available today on the market. Right. They uh, It's got, say, of course, the output is a 1080p Blu-ray playback compatibility and also has 4K movie content, which I have no idea what 4K is. I know what it is. Okay. It's 4K is now the 4,000 bits, 4,000 pixels. And, okay. You know, it's, it's Sony's new, like, high, super high def for movies. Like if you if you've gone to the movies recently for any kind of Sony movie, you have that big like swirl and goes stung. Yeah. Now presented at four K. Okay. That kind of thing. But uh I was gonna say something. Uh, I also noticed too one couple things I didn't mention, but I found out later was they didn't do anything that you're still gonna be able to get used games. Yeah, because it will not block to use games. Right, which is which is a good thing. Right. Another thing too they kind of push to the side, three D games. Well no, it can play ten eighty P full ten eighty P three D games. Right, but they're not really kind of focusing on that, which I thought was kind of strange. Because I think the technology's still not hundred percent. Only not not it's done and it's it's proven to be It's about as best it's gonna be for now. Right. But I don't think the market people are buying 3D TVs uh, well, out there. I don't think it's that. I think that no one's buying 3D games. Like, like the last couple games I've been, I've been bought have the ability to convert to 3D. Yeah. Because Sony does sell that 3D monitor specifically designed for like PS3s and right. stuff like that. I don't think a lot of people are buying it. Right. Because it's one of those where not only do you have to buy the TV, but you also have to wear special glasses. Mm-hmm. And I'm a being a person who wears glasses on a daily basis. Those glasses are real freaking annoying when you get up on top of them. 
Right. You know, I'd rather just play a game. I do have a 3D TV from LG that, that converts anything into 3D. Right. And it uses those real real 3D glasses yeah. that you get in theaters. Yeah. So you can actually steal one of them, bring it home, and actually watch your watch my TV wearing those glasses. And those glasses are a lot more comfortable. Yeah. You know, then the, the IMAX that kind of pinch along the side. Size, right. They look like Ray-Bans. Yeah. <laughs> Just take those old movies off the shelf. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, the CPU is an uh, x86 64 AMD Jaguar. Oh, Tech Talk. Oh, it's faster than the other one, right? Right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I once you start talking tech and bits and bytes and megahertz and me- I just punch out. Yeah. Just go faster and prettier than the older one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's all the tech that they've provided so far for the uh, PS4. For the PS4, but I do know the controller's got a touchpad now. Okay. Which people are like, well, why do you need a touchpad? There are certain games it helps with like registering and stuff. You know, swiping. I think it's going to be really for more for compatibility with the with the Vista. Probably, pro- yeah. probably that. Um, also, or the, Vita. the the light bar, yeah, the Vita, the right. the light bar that's on the front of it yeah. uh, changes colors depending on how many players are playing. Like I could be blue, you could be red, you know. Right. But it also is supposed to help with like they made it fancy. Like if you're playing a regular game and it like goes from like blue to red, it means you're getting attacked or something. It's right. fancy schmancy stuff if you're playing by yourself. It's got a better rumble factor. Yeah. Which to me is like, okay, the rumble thing is kind of cool. They also added a headphone jack. So you can actually pl- plug headphones in for okay. for chatting with friends. Or they mentioned too, like, so you can get sounds coming out of the controller okay. via the Wii. Right. Because the Wii has that capability totally of right. uh, the speaker in. But does that mean that it's going to have the speaker on the outside too? Because I'm not going to listen to a player headphones while I'm playing a game. I imagine they could. You I mean, know, you know, I'm assuming, or maybe they just won't register that unless you plug headsets in. Yeah. You know, which kind of be, okay, I am one of those people who does have the the, the Sony wireless headset, mm-hmm. you know, headset and microphone. I don't really use it because I don't do a lot of chatting, but I do play a lot of video games late at night, so I don't want my TV on, so I'll plug the headset in. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can get rid of that by just plugging, a, you know, my earbuds into a controller, yeah. and that sound comes through my earbuds, it a completely different game for me now. Now I'll be more inclined to to use that right than just kind of have these big head this headset on i feel like a rapper actually i feel like like han solo because he's got the little thing that slides out to the side for the microphone and i feel like going you're all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go home (laughs) 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 well so that's the news huh yes nothing else special spectacular well that's the best articles i could find for the week so hopefully (sighs) there was a few more but i didn't think they were newsworthy enough for the show Yep, if it ain't good for enough for Geeksters, it ain't good enough for the people listening to Geeksters. That's what I say. <laughs> so, some of them are just complicated and rumors. I don't really like the loom of their day stories because they're just kind of... Like, oh, yeah. Some fluff piece that somebody's putting out to fill, fill new space. Well, I have heard two kind of things. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a horror con coming up in first weekend or second weekend of March. I think second weekend of March. Second weekend, yeah. Second weekend of March that Carrie Fisher was supposed to be at. Right, Monster Mania. Monster Mania. However, she had to basically cancel because apparently she had a little incident on a cruise. Wow. Where she kind of, I think, flipped out or she's diagnosed with a bipolar disease disorder Mm -hmm. so i think the one of the bipolar sides took you know took over and really threw in a loop so the doctors kind of want her resting for about a month okay so that's going to pull that then the other sad news is that you told me was about david boreanaz pulling out the comic-con the philadelphia comic-con i was like (sighs) i was really looking forward to meeting seeing him and kind of getting a photo with him yes because he is you know local guy, he got the whole Buffy Angel Bones thing going. Right. Flyers fan for the hockey nut in me. Woo! But now that he's not going to be there. Now I'm like, eh, all right, well, that kind of saves me money, you know, right. in the long run. I'm not going to be spell- showing out money to get a photo with him. Right, because he's expensive. He's- he was he was expensive. He was a hundred bucks, I think, for a photo. It was a, well, I know it was at least a hundred dollars for the autograph. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, I was going to go for the, because he, he was going to be there, but Charisma Carpenter signed on f- for the con. Yes. James Marsder, Spike. Yes. And Juliet Landau, Drusilla, who didn't show last year. So I'm not really sure she's going to show this year. Yeah. Like, Let's hope for my wife's sake she does. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, well, if you can get the four of them, 
together in a photo. That would be nice because they do those, hey, you want to buy a photo kind of thing. You right. Know? Right. You know. Seal, we, we went to uh, a, a Comic-Con in Boston. It was called Buffy Fest because they had Jane Morrison. They had Charisma Carpenter. They had uh, the guy who played Xander. They Nicholas Brandon. Nicholas Brandon, the guy, the girl who played Harmony. Um, oh, crap. I knew her name, too, because I got a picture with her. Anyway, go ahead. See, that's the thing. I don't really watch the show as much, so I'm, I'm not good with names. The girlfriend of Willow. T- Amber Reed. Uh, Amber? Yes. T- uh, I want to say Tara Reed, but that's not Tara Reed. No. No, it's Tara Strong. No, not Tara yeah. Strong. I don't know. But Amber Benson. Amber that's her Benson. name. Wow, I wasn't even close. <laughs> Amber Benson, because I actually, last she was at the Comic Con last year, and I actually had a pretty decent conversation with her. Yeah. She, I felt like sometimes when I go to these cons, I feel bad because... She didn't really have anybody in front of her, like waiting in line, and I. Which was amazing because in Boston they were they were like constantly, and then we we got the because we went, we got the the big package deal, right? Because we went up to Boston, we wanted to spend the money, make sure we got everybody's autograph, and we were the second person in line. A couple times we would walk by because Seal got actually got a photo op with all of them, right? All the characters, and uh, so we I would go by to check for to see when her picture was developed and. They were just constantly having people there. Just well, I think if, if you're promoting the Buffy Fest thing, that's one thing. I think you're going to get those Buffy fans. Yeah. But like last year, she was just on the list of appearing. It wasn't like any Buffy. The big thing last year was all five captains being at the Philadelphia Comic Con yeah. for the first time ever in history right. of Comic Cons right. where that they were going to be all in the same room together. Yes. Which was kind of great, but it also kind of lowered the, it casted a big shadow on everybody else being there. Yeah. Like Amber Benson was there, so I, like no one was there, so I kind of walked up and. Oh, there's still some people that were pretty crowded. I mean, I I thought uh, uh, Stephen, no, Adam Baldwin was uh, pretty long of a line. Yeah, well, you know, to see him from Firefly. Well, yeah, but he was also he was also in Chuck. Chuck. So yeah. like you're talking about a guy who's still kind of relevant as far as a, a today TV show. Yeah. Amber Benson hasn't really been on anything except for Buffy. As far as TV, she played an episode of Supernatural. Oh, okay. Where, oh, but other than that, she hasn't had any kind of like reoccurring roles on the other TV shows. Right. So you know, James Marsters, he had a. Spike had some people, but that's because, you know, he's a guy and chicks love him. He sings, you know. Right. He, and he's also a great personality, a nice talkative guy. Yes. So uh, he was still popular. He had a nice long line. But there was a moment or two where he, there was nobody looking at him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when I got my autograph with him because was, I was like third in line. I'm like, this is a guy who's pretty big. Yeah. You know, and then uh, so I guess but, it goes to show you have to go to the right shows for the right people. You know, right? well, a key key example to it that was the year that Nicholas Brandon was there. Yeah, and his line was super long. Right, but then the following year we went to one of those monster cons yeah. that he was at. And there was nobody there right. for him. And I was just like, I just saw you like six months ago and you were packed. Right. Like you couldn't you couldn't even get close to you kind of thing. And it was just kind of amazing because you figure a monster con would be more. A monster cons to be, I mean, to me have always been slasher flick people. Right. And But he was more harsh or, you know, genre type style with the show. Yeah, but yeah. You know, then I would argue to a comic book convention and, you know, having Dean Kane there, Superman, and then. Well, I would argue because Buffy is also a comic book now. Now, yes. Yeah, you know, it has been for the past couple of years. But yeah. but I also think, too, that a Comic-Con has more Buffy fans than they would, like, at a horror con where most of those people are, I'm going to say horror snobs. Where if you don't know Jason, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, that's kind of like preschool for some of these people. Right. But then when you get into pinheads and your leather faces or then you get to like killer clowns from outer space, when you start getting into like complete slasher, like movies that you and I really aren't fans of. Right. You know, but it, like they had like their Nightmare on Elm Street reunions. They had their Lost Boy reunions kind of right. there. And right. you're just like, uh, we saw um, a Fright Night reunion. Yeah. You know, so true. so it was kind of like, you're not going to see a Fright Night reunion at a Comic-Con, even though the guy who played the vampire, Chris Sheridan, is, is known for Jack Skeleton. From Nightmare Before, from Nightmare Before, Before Christmas, Christmas as the voice. So why isn't he there, but yet he's at a Horror-Con? Right. But uh, you know what? Hey, that's how they work. And sometimes they get nobody, and sometimes they get... They can't get you know, you can't touch them. I've got, you know, Jason Mewes didn't have anybody there. He very short line. Wow, for really? him the one year yeah and i was like hey jay what's up <laughs> like what's up jay because i've seen them a couple times you know at the comic book convention well and at the horror convention norman reedus 
Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead. Yeah. And uh, also from Boondock Saints. He's kind of like the king of any con he goes to at, these, at this point. Right. Because he's always there and people always love him and he's really a cool guy. So it's not like, it's it's not like, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Right. Sign, 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 sign this. Sign move. Sign move. Sign move. Sign move. Sign move. Yeah, this is kind of like a, hey, how you doing? Thanks for coming out. I love that thing. Where'd you get that? Because I think that's cool. Like, have those kind of conversations with somebody I think is more, is better than just kind of sign move, sign move, sign move. Right. Now, I understand if there's like a long line, but even though his lines were long, he still took like a minute or two that if he liked something that he appreciated the people coming there would comment on what was being signed, you know, even if it, if it wasn't one of the stuff that he has in front of him. Right. If he, like, I think there was a kid dressed like Daryl Dixon, he had to stop what he was doing to get a photo with that kid. Right. Because that's the kind of, he appreciates kind of stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. So I think that's, we're going to, we're going to call it a night for our uh, Geeksters. That sounds like a good plan to me. Okay. <laughs> Well, so if you want to contact Sean, you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com or you can contact me at Ed at, or Ed's at WordsWithGeeks.com or you can go to Facebook and go to Geeksters and like us. Yes, like us, people. We, we have no friends. <laughs> like us on Geeksters. If you want, I'll even give you my number. You can call me. Go, hey, Sean, talk about this on Geeksters. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> you know, maybe you can even be on mic one night. I'll just call me up. I'll go, okay, you're on the air. and We can talk into the mic as we talk to you. There you go. How you yeah. like that, eh? 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 Well, I have a lucky oh, fan. Also, too, I guess before we sign off, though, we did, it did give me news since we were talking about the thousand downloads. We did get a new country. That's true, yes. See, people were not just friends and family in the local area. I think we should acknowledge the fact that we are actually, believe it or not, worldwide. We're global, yes. We are global bitches. We have several downloads in Australia. We have uh, several Australia. Uh, Good day. In Canada. Hello. <laughs> a. A. Uh, we have a couple in uh, Germany. Oh, dude. What? <laughs> we have two in Saudi Arabia. Yes. All right. <laughs> Praise Allah. And finally, of course, the one that Sean was referring to, which is I know his favorite, is Romania. Yes, blah. We got the first in Romania. Dracula. Blah. I love these geeks. They're so funny. Blah. <laughs> so now that we've insulted the person in Romania. No, don't be insulted. I love you. Blah. Dracula, please. I listen to the podcast. He's funny. I got three wives. They bitch. Blah. <laughs> I just saved my coffin. Blah. <laughs> Halloween, they come out, they dress like me. They dress like me, they're so cute. I love the kids. I moved, I had to move away from Transylvania and move to Romania. And now I live in a cul de sac. It's very nice, blah. <laughs> Little kids everywhere, they dress like me for Halloween. I find it so funny, blah. I dress up like a normal person. I got a smoking jacket, blah. I go, oh, you're so cute, the kids, blah. <laughs> Those geeks, they're so funny. Blah. <laughs> Blah. And they're good snacks, too. Blah. Blah. That one guy, Sean, he's so funny. Blah. Tastes so sweet. Blah. Blah. <laughs> I know, I know. I sound like Count Blah from Greg the Bunny, but he stole my act. Blah. <laughs> oh, now the note. I think we should call it a night, huh, Sean? Yeah. Blah. Yes, we should. And on that note, we will say good night. Night, everybody. Good night, blah. <laughs>